that's a growler. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Never Ending Minute where we analyze, scrutinize, and metafictionalize the movie The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Alwith. And I'm Jonathan Carlyle. And I'm Dean with LSG Media. Oh guys, it gets it gets kind of heady here. Things are getting thick. I got a question right out of the gate, man. Okay. <laughs> it, how long does it take you to write those cute little intros you do? Because man, after like six, I'd be like, I'm, I'm done. How many episodes are you into this now? That is pretty impressive. Is 83. For sure, pat oh, I, yourself on the back for that. I, I did mess up. Apparently, last week I repeated one, but oh. I'll, I'll give myself that. Mm. Fired. Never mind. I'm out of here. I can't work right? with this. <laughs> who, who was it that figured that out? Did you notice that, or did someone else bring that up? Tierney did, because as, as I say them, she enters them into her spreadsheet, oh. and I guess it, st- it started auto-filling for her when she started oh, typing funny. it in. She's like, you already said that one. I was like, oh. Well, as long as it wasn't oh, a listener or something like that. Right. No, it was just tyranny. Awesome. But she did call it out, and I think I did leave it in the episode, too. Though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Otherwise, no one would have ever known. <laughs> but no, I, I do dedicate some time to it. I usually do a couple run-throughs of each minute, trying to come up with those, and then I go through and do my notes. So Awesome. <sighs> Speaking of notes, Jonathan, what are your fantastic notes for this minute? Okay, so I got some sleep, and you know now, so now my my notes are a little bit not so off the wall. But uh, minute eighty three begins with the Empress looking up at her palace crumbling, and ends with Bastion looking down with Callus mumbling. <laughs> Whoa, well done, sir! Thank not you. too bad. <laughs> He's rhyming in everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we step into this minute and. I I don't know if you guys saw the episode of Family Guy where he talks about them saying the name of the movie and he gets all excited about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, they said the name here twice. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> like just in case you missed it, it's like what's the never-ending story? Yeah, uh, but this time it is the character saying it. They've said it before in the book in the movie because you know they talk about the book and they name the book in the very beginning of the movie, but this is the first time the characters inside the story have said the name of the book or the name of the, the name of the movie and the book. Right. We're getting super meta here. I love the, I love the way this whole scene opens, man. I like, I like, you know, it's the crumbling walls. <laughs> and Troy was like, well, if he's here, where is he? And she has a smile like, I don't know. Uh-oh. Like a moment where she's like, Uh-oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, she's going to smile and pretend it's under control. Because she, we, we mentioned this in the last minute, which is she started to lose confidence a little right. bit. She has a crack. And then as the play starts to tumble around, she's she, like, the, that's fine. She has a crack and the place has a crack. Yeah. And it all fits in. Yeah. And it just starts to fall apart around her. She's like, uh-oh. In this world, she's... Uh, She's kind of like immortal, basically, compared to everybody else in Fantasia, right? So is this right? Is this the first time that she's really? I mean, I don't want to take anything away from her. Like the actress is doing a great job, you know, all that stuff. But is this the first time that she, as a character, has really encountered anything that's against her that could affect her? I'm gonna do something that's gonna grind Dean's gears, but I'll tell you about the book. Oh um, yeah, let's do it. I told you, Jonathan, you're not you, put sell your book, get rid of it. You don't need it. This is very, it's all, 
it's all very circular um it's happened before it's one of those stories that keeps happening over and over again of course you know and this time it's it's bastion's turn i guess i guess that's what they call it the never-ending story yeah like a never-ending story exactly Mm. exactly it's almost like they named it that for a reason (laughs) (laughs) uh so you did mention you know the building crumbling around just like the reality that we've been assuming yes. the whole time is crumbling around here too like we're assuming we're watching a movie and here we're about to get our minds blown and find out that no you're not just watching a movie you're part of it mm-hmm. you're the next layer out <laughs> and now we're on we on this podcast are the next layer out because <laughs> you're listening to a podcast about a movie about watching a movie about reading a book about a story <laughs> i feel like i'm watching true detective season one and rust cole is on a diatribe about flat circles <laughs> exactly. Time's a flat circle, man. All right. Oh my gosh. That's right. I feel like I that you took me there just now. I want you to know that, Thomas. Good. I'm glad I could take you on a little trip, there, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Atreyu asks the logical question here, right? If he's so close, why doesn't he show himself? Right. Why doesn't he reveal himself here? If he's if he's so close. And like I said, as a child, I thought they were going to look up and actually see him, but they never did. <laughs> <laughs> She's like. Well, he is the chosen one, but he's kind of a dum-dum and doesn't quite, <laughs> hasn't quite connected the dots yet. I, uh, so we may be crushed to death in this ivory tower. Wouldn't that be ironic? <laughs> yeah, if he didn't, if he didn't get the picture, right. didn't figure it out. Or Edward Rooney <laughs> sauntered in and dragged him off to a truancy <laughs> officer or something. I don't know yep. what's going to happen, but boy, there's a lot of riding on this kid getting through this book. I've never understood why he didn't feel the ability to just read it at home. He knew his dad wasn't going to be there. He could have gone home any time. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of questions to ask there because I don't know about you guys, but if I'm the little kid, I'd be like, whoa, wait, 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 what? I'd go right to the last page and I'd ruin this. I'd ruin the whole movie, right? If they started if you talking did that, to me, right? If you did that, would the pages all be blank at that point? Whoa. I've asked this before and it's driven me nuts like when does the book get written (laughs) Mm. because there's the page where it talks about just the first time when it says they heard his voice Mm. when when did that get written in there was it when he said the words or like is was it a turn a page turn away it was blank until he actually did it or i have no idea is it telling the future? Is is everything predestined? The ivory tower in my mind that thought it understood this movie is now crumbling apart. <laughs> no. Whoa. Welcome to Minute by Minute Podcasting. <laughs> That's funny. If you talk about it long enough. <laughs> right. Exactly. All permutations will be explored. Exactly. Every possible never-ending story will be talked about. <laughs> I did notice a real, I mean, we've talked about this multiple times now, but she also has a very motherly quality to her Mm. um, as she's talking to him, you know, and she mentions it before, like, this is my world. This is everything to me. And she takes ownership of it in a nice way that makes her, gives her that motherly quality. Like she's, and Bastion needs that motherly quality. Mm -hmm. That's what he's looking for. That's what he's missing in his life right now is his mom being gone. So, right. It's no surprise that she has those kind of qualities. It's true. The mind-blowing moment must be him realizing, wait, what? She knows about, I think, the bullies, right? She knows about the kids that were chasing him around. Yeah, the bullies and running into the store and stealing the book. And And that's when, of course, the Luke Skywalker line comes in, right? (laughs) 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 He told me enough. He told me you killed him. Yeah. 
He didn't say that, but no. he's pretty my, beside himself when he realizes that the lady in the book's talking about him. Yeah, my note says that's impossible, and then it says Empire moment. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, we had the we had Star Wars moment, you know, New Hope before. Now we've got Empire. Right. I wonder what our Jedi moment will be tomorrow. Mm. We'll have to see. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> as long as Atreyu doesn't throw the child Empress into a electricity vat, I will. <laughs> I'll be, that'd be a pretty pretty weird polarity shift for this PG movie from the eighties. <laughs> Although in an odd way, you never see the Emperor's feet, and you don't see her feet here either. I'm just gonna say. Oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Tarantino didn't shoot this film. <laughs> Sorry. There's- there's an oddness here as they're looking around and it pans back just a little bit where you can see both of them. And she's sitting on this bed, but it really looks like she has no legs. Yeah. She's just, it just, she's, she's the bed. She's a centaur, <laughs> but like a bed for a box. Yeah. Yeah, right. The, the ivory tower, the rest of the ivory tower is her. Oh right. yeah. Weird. It's pretty wild. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of the ivory tower. Now we, we've talked a lot about the ivory tower, but we haven't, I don't know that I'd have anything, but do you guys have anything about all the decorations inside of the ivory tower? The, the stuff carved on the walls and what, how it all looks very feminine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are some scale co- columns and stuff too, though. I don't right. know. It's interesting. Who's the design. artist that only paints vaginas? <laughs> uh, Dean Martin at age 11. <laughs> <laughs> there was there's an artist we've talked about her before and I can't think of what her name is but the stuff behind her right here I mean that's clearly what that is right <laughs> hmm maybe her name if is look- Megumi Igari- Igarishi <laughs> is that who you're talking about oh no that's, that's a- not the one I was talking about oh but okay she she may be as well um I'm gonna have to look it up now Jacqueline Sakor no maybe? I just typed in vagina artist and boy there's a list so. <laughs> Google's telling me that there's a virtual cornucopia of vagina artists on the internet, but maybe not the one you're looking for. Tierney would know. She's talked about it before, and I, now I can't think of who it is. Anyway. Oh, Georgia, Georgia O'Keefe. That's oh, right. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, the, the one over her right shoulder there is clear. I mean, there's even the opening in the center of it. It's That's what it is. You mm. can't deny it. And, and of course, it does all tie into what Bastion's missing in his life, and that's why this is... The woman. This Whoa. is the. <laughs> yeah, I got it paused where there's um, a bit of a mid shot where it's a full frame shot on him. She looks like a bed centaur and uh-huh. he's whirling around as the thing crumbles. Second 14, if you're looking at the clip you provided, just pause uh-huh. it there and look at the columns. Yeah. It's pretty significant. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty it's... significant to your point. Yeah, there. I mean, even the upper, the upper decorations on the columns there are almost breast like. And then the design directly beneath that is very uh, flower-like. <laughs> mm, interesting. Well, this is all, going back with the mother thing. I mean, this is also kind of the birthplace of the Fantasia, I guess. Yeah, right. it's, it's kind of the birthplace of, the, of his journey. Mm. He's about to become a man. <sighs> it all comes back to that. That's what everything is about. It's true. Ford was right. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> This is very Freudian. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. That. Well, you know, Wolfgang Peterson, you know. Yep. Oedipus. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. We're going down way. <laughs> but it is, it is, it's funny. She, she does have a lack of confidence, but it's almost like she knows that by addressing Bastion, that it will somehow course correct. I mean, after his. Uh, She's actively trying to, to bridge the gap. Now. Right. Right. That's cool. It's like, 
Like, I see you pulling away. I'm going to throw my tether out and kind of pull mm-hmm. you back in a little bit and let you see that this is really connected. It's not just, it's no longer just your imagination. Sure. But this is the point where you're like, I'm going to look at the end of the book. I, I got to, I, I mean, <laughs> I guess, I guess the reality is, is anyone, even a grown man, but especially a child would probably not have the wherewithal in that second to not panic. I mean, right. imagine the book, you're like, wait, what? Is this a joke? So and crazy I think, think the only reason he doesn't give up entirely here is because of the small touches that he's had of this along the way. Mm-hmm, right. Like this isn't, this isn't the first instance of him questioning the book. And, you know, it started out with Coriander saying, this is not like other books. This is real. Right. And now he's finally starting to get that realization. Like, Oh, he wasn't just talking out, you know, his backside. He was, <laughs> he was being honest with me. <laughs> right. Sure. So do you think Bastion actually needed all of that? that goading to get to this point or could something have happened early on in the book that he, Hey Bastion, you're reading this book right now in the school attic, you know, I don't know. I think, I think he needed the whole journey. I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's her point. He had to be really invested in the story for him to really believe what she's saying here. Right. Yeah. It sort of rests on him to sort of, I mean, if, if we're to believe Bastion is going to display any heroic characteristics at all, he has to be, he has to actively make a decision and, and proceed with a course of action and not just right. be goaded to, into things. Yep, he's got to make the choice to to say the atrocious line that everybody hates. <laughs> 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 we don't get to run into that, but I'm sure some fun guest will. Actually, I'm not sure who that is off the top of my head. It might be you, Jonathan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about his his... His utterance out the window when he screams the name finally. Oh, right. That, that yes. nobody likes. Yeah. 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 Whoops. <laughs> but this goes back to like, I don't know, if we're watching Search for Spock, outer space, things blowing up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as that happens in this in this minute as well. This is just, this must just be one of those, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You're If you're the filmmaker, you're trying to demonstrate that things are coming undone, but right. At the same time, it's super jarring because you're like, whoa, look, rocks are blowing up. It doesn't seem like we understand it instinctively because of the way they, because of the way they set the scene up. But you're right. You, it's not obvious that this is a terrible thing. You're just like, wow, rocks in outer space are blowing up. That's <laughs> good thing that's there and not here. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I think it does further cement what I was talking about at the beginning of the week where every time he really not not doubts because he doubts a lot in this but when he actively like forces this away every time is when the fantasia gets destroyed a little bit more right. like it's more serious yep that makes sense so where do you guys think he was planning to run to here <laughs> <laughs> he knows the way out of this room he's been in and out a couple times he knows the way to the window he's not going there either where is he going <laughs> i don't know maybe he, he must assume like Somebody's watching me. Like, what? What's happening? This is a trick. What? He maybe it's just like a panic. He just panics and runs. What's it to the ladder or something? Yeah, he has been narrating for us the whole time in case we didn't hear it. Right, that's Morla, true. The Ivory Tower, <laughs> Artax. <laughs> it's a it's a bit of a cliffhanger minute too because it cuts. I mean, that at the very end of this particular minute is him arriving at the stairway with all the cobwebs. Mm-hmm. Yo, those webs. Oh, somebody went way overboard with the the Halloween webbing. <laughs> it's like we bought too much. I like how you don't see them really at all until the lightning flashes. Yeah, it's wild. Right. 
and he was so close to just getting a face full oh. and <laughs> doing the dance that we all know about. Oh yeah. <laughs> Course. That would have like really been anticlimactic and taken away all the tension, you know. <laughs> Doing the whole spider. Oh god, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, based on all of Bastion's, uh, you know, these little freakouts where he runs away from the book or he throws the book and and that kind of stuff. Like, does that uh, th- that seems to bring a little bit more credence to his his dad? I guess. I mean, could you imagine living in the house with this kid who's you know freaking out and running all over the place? Mm. And, you know, yeah, talk, talking true. out loud to himself, and right, I'd be like, "Here's a lawnmower. I'm gonna teach you how to use it. <laughs> right. Don't cut your feet off." <laughs> and but this also does at the same time while he's running away, it gives him his moments to be more Atreyu like to say, "No, no, I'm not gonna run away. I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna go back and do this because that's what I need to do." And that's what I was talking about how they're kind of merging with each other. I see. He's he's taking these these he's starting to be his old self, but he's like, no, I'm not going to be that person anymore. I'm going to go back to what I need to do. Makes sense. I like it. He has to I because like why? Because then what are we watching here, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to do something. There was a moment in in uh, one of the last minutes before we talked where he says, oh, "Atreyu," as if the book were going on without him. <laughs> <laughs> and that that got me thinking that minute like what happens if he doesn't go back to it right is it just on is it on pause right now that's a good point it's, it's not being destroyed anymore they're just standing there looking at each other waiting <laughs> 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 they can't actually move they're like just like eyeballing each other that's so like, weird yeah what does happen <laughs> like because it's happening real time so <laughs> What if he gets so grounded crazy. by his dad? Does banality <laughs> win? Like, is that it? The world just crumbles, right? No reading aloud. <laughs> hey, dad, you just killed an entire civilization. Thanks. Good job. Good job. Back at the beginning of the minute, I just realized I had skipped a note here. Mm-hmm. Actually, I guess it's not the beginning of the minute. It's when we get to Bastion. What's he doing with his lip? Is it first cuts to him? I'm trying to find the second marker. Um Mm, it was in the one right before, yeah? Yeah, I think so. He does No, 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 you're right. No, you're right. Bike. It is in this one. Go to the 50-second spot. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. just he's just like, I don't know what he's doing. I don't want to say he's fingering his lips because <laughs> it's not that kind of show, but he's literally fingering his lips. It's just, <laughs> it's it's what he's doing. I don't know. I, what the, I think you just right? got on the list, too, now. Yeah, I'm on the list yeah, now, you're... too. Yeah. So well, the three of us will be uh, in handcuffs before you know it. <laughs> because i know the fbi is listening to this show (laughs) you're like yes guys please can you tweet it out (laughs) let everybody know can you put us put it give us some uh exposure right no no, not exposure you don't want that (laughs) (laughs) wrong word wrong phrasing um yeah it's uh it's really the the look of consternation is that the word i can use here on his face as he's coming to grips with this i mean this is right before that bit of a panic moment where i mean this is a bit of a crucible of belief for him that's critical right. to bastion and critical to the survival of fantasia <laughs> or maybe he's trying to get bits of that nasty sandwich out of his mouth yeah the one he <laughs> named and talked to and saved yeah <laughs> oh the dust he's peeling the dust out of his mouth that was all over <laughs> oh, the sandwich <laughs> oh no uh-oh Ascot Rat left a little tooth in there. He's trying to get out of his mouth or something. I don't know. <laughs> that pa- that anyway. lunch was packed very well. Like oh, maybe mom's oh, yes. not dead. Maybe she's still. I just don't see dad packing such a nice lunch. 
it's it's actually the backpack i think it's the backpack it's some kind of super backpack that doesn't squish even if you throw it in a in a trash can or throw it across a a room in a bookstore somehow none, none of the inside stuff gets squished at all it's amazing even if you throw it with a child in it into a garbage can <laughs> exactly it's fine perfectly fine you you could you could have a weak old banana in there and it wouldn't be squished i like this bag <laughs> This boy's got a decision to make. Yeah, we got one more minute to get to this week. You guys uh, ready to come back for that tomorrow? I sure enough am. Sure, yes. Awesome. Tomorrow we're going to find out more about what Dean's never-ending story is, but that's, that's another, another story. story. <laughs> that shall be told another time. I better think of what I'm going to say. <laughs> Wow, something is really different on the growler.